Time for another Stain Gang podcast and time to talk tennis with Scott Lynn. I'm Pete Stein. Glad you're joining us for these weekly Stain Gang podcasts. Hope you're enjoying the tennis talk and hope you're enjoying spending some time with uh, Scott Lynn, uh, a very successful coach here at Midwestern State. And you got both the men and women's teams off to fairly good starts. Let's talk a little bit about this past weekend. Let's start with the women. Uh, taking on uh, Southwest Baptist, uh, came out with a victory uh, in their only match this past weekend. What did you like about what you saw out of your women? Saw good leadership. Uh, you know, we were in a situation where we were down by the in, after doubles, um, and then we had players step up, and Emmy Visick has done a wonderful job of taking on that responsibility whenever it's needed. Hannah Yip played one of her best matches of the year, and then Sydney Williams and Michaela McSpadden did very well as well, finishing the match for us. So, And Amelia Lawson bounced back after a tough loss to a good player from St. Mary's. So overall, just you know, losing a tight match in doubles, losing that doubles point, and then responding as a program and everybody competing together as one, you know, we put those top four singles out, and then we had to kind of wait a little bit at on our courts for five and six, and we had a good crowd out, which was really nice on Friday, and uh, the ladies did a really good job of starting singles and finishing singles really well. I, I, cl- I clumsily asked this question last week. I'm going to make another run at it because I made a side comment that got us derailed. But how important is doubles, and how much emphasis do you put on doubles? It's important. It starts the match. It sends kind of the message of the energy of the match and the you know, if, if two singles, two teams are equal in singles, you know, and they're going to go to three sets in a lot of matches, then the doubles point becomes a pretty big factor. In saying that, you know, we've been, I think we've won a couple matches already this year without winning the doubles point, and we've come back to win, and shows a lot about the focus and the toughness of our ladies in singles and their ability to stay in the moment and, you know, um, take care of what they can take care of you know once doubles is over you can't do a thing about it so you've got to move on and they've done a really good job and to know that their singles point is their point and to go out and and earn that point for the program let's just continue to talk about last weekend i want to talk about both the men and women and what's coming up Mm -hmm. but before we do that let's talk about what happened with the men this week because it was kind of an up and down weekend for you you looked really good against southwest baptist you swept your way past them and then you played a wachita baptist team who had played here against cameron on friday cameron beat wachita baptist but wachita baptist is a perennial power you knew you were facing a good team uh, what was the difference between friday and saturday for your men i think we did a good job on south against southwest baptist of carrying momentum throughout the entire match and uh, you know, taking advantage of opportunities and kind of riding that as far as possible in the match and using each player to kind of build the program, build the the uh, the focus of the team and, you know, just play off each other. I think they did a great job on that, and Southwest Baptist has a ton of potential, and they've already had some incredible wins, you know, this year already. And saying that, you know, you got to be ready to play the next match. And, you know, we we got up early in the morning and watched all Baptist. We did not bring the same energy that we brought to the doubles match the day before. And there were times in the singles match where we really got ahead of ourselves when we weren't winning the majority of the points. And when you do that, you start to press in singles. And so that, that hurt us. And, um, it, but we're, you know, relatively speaking, this is the learning process the entire year for the men's tennis team and not because of talent or because of effort, 
but because of just the ability to understand what's going to work in a team competition and what's not going to work in a team competition and how you have to go about doing that and how you have to prepare for the next match and, you know, just being ready to play and, and consistently being able to focus point in, point out, regardless if you're playing one match, you know, a weekend or two matches or three or four, like we're going to do over spring break. So that's just going to be the process of the men's tennis team. We're going to learn the entire year and, by the end of the year, we'll be playing our best tennis. It's an interesting dynamic to me in college tennis because tennis singles is an individual sport, but yet you're, you're playing in this team concept. Right. Do the players feed off each other? How important is the team aspect of it? Or is it just important to have four different individuals win their matches on that day? Well, I mean, Watchdog Baptist, Craig Ward does a, has done a great job for many, many years there. You know, the everybody's got their own philosophies you know my philosophy is that you know every day we come to practice we're going to train as a team we're going to prepare as a team we're going to take care of our stuff and then if you need lessons on the side then ask me for lessons and we'll work on your individual needs and yeah, i need you, lessons on the side by well, the way we can do that outside <laughs> yeah. of season uh, and they do serving sessions as well on their own and so you're you're yes it's an individual sport and yes you have to know what you have to be good at on match day and so you've got to take the ownership of that to be good. But then you also have to know to how to how to compete in a team competition and, and the momentum shifts and how to use your match to help another match and how you you don't want your match to hinder another match and, and just by your energy or your focus, you know, you might be able to do certain things in a tournament competition that doesn't work in a dual competition just because you guys become such a close unit. And when you're a close unit, you expect certain things. It's kind of like being part of a family. You expect certain things from family members. And when we're on the tennis courts together, even though we're each player is doing their own individual match or doubles team, they're playing. They should be playing as a family unit. And there should be certain things within your family that are certain qualities and characteristics of your family that are non-negotiable. And so that's, uh, you know, that's what we try to do. And the best teams that I've ever coached, they played as one. Um, yes, they have individual ownership of their own singles or doubles or whatever they're doing, and that's important, and, and we're going to have to continue to take more and more ownership of that role. But the team concept is something that we'll be better at two months from now. I agree with you from a standpoint of, you know, it's an individual sport, and so players are going to have to be able to individually carry themselves through a match. And we do drills and prepare a certain way and strength train and, and condition a certain way to get them ready for that. And then they also have to do stuff on their own to prepare themselves for those matches and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, it's a it's a combination of both. And I think they they enjoy it the most when it's a team when it feels like a team. You know, they've played individual sports most of them their their whole life. They played into, you know, and they they want that feel of you know Fed Cup or Davis Cup when they come to college. And I think we at MSU Texas we do a great job of providing that for student-athletes. You know, it's fun. I, I follow professional tennis fairly closely, and it is fun to listen to those players talk about when they have the opportunity to play in Davis Cup or at the Labor Cup. They really enjoy that opportunity to play as a team. There's some that come to the pros through college that have experienced that, and they like recapturing that, guys like John Isner. Uh, but it is kind of unique for tennis players to get to play in that team concept. So, and so those that go the college route, they get a chance to experience that, and it's it's – it's it's 
got to be it's got to be fun for them to be able to play on a team. I've heard Billie Jean King talk about this, and and she started World Team Tennis because she wanted to be part of a team right. instead of you know playing just as an individual out there on the tour. Right. It's you know the young man that just made the run at the Australian Open, and his name's slipping my. Memory the right. young man from Florida yeah, you're talking University about. Of Florida. Yeah, and his name's slipping my mind, too, and that's my fault. I mean, he, he looked like he was playing a dual match out there in, in front of the, you know, you know, on stadium court there at the Australian Open. And I, uh, his dad is a coach there, and his dad was a great pro as well. And But, you know, I think it, it brings a lot more enjoyment. It kind of allows a player to relax on the court and use the momentum of a team. And so, yeah, I think it's uh, – I think it's the one of the, the beauties of college tennis is to bring players that are individual. They've played individual sports their whole life and then put them on a team together. Yeah, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic for sure. So given kind of that up-and-down result that you had over the weekend, where, where do you think the men's team is? I know you, you're, you've been talking about on these podcasts about building for two months from now. Do you feel like you're making the progress that you want to make? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely you can see where we're what we're good at in doubles, what we're not as good at on each team and singles where players where their focus is, what they like to do, how much do they implement their game, how much do they not implement their game in a in a match situation. So we're definitely finding that out and, and Azusa Pacific is our next match uh next Tuesday and you know, they'll be you know, they'll be as solid as, you know, Northwest Missouri State or a Wachita or some of these teams that we've lost to 4-1. And that's kind of what we talked about on the men's side. You know, we've got to get ourselves in a position against teams that are, you know, top 15 in the country where we are um, in a battle at the end of the match. You know, it's a it's a 4-3 match. It's not a 4-1 match. It's a 4-3 match. And so that's really the next step. So, uh, so this sounds like fun. You're going to California for spring break. But I'm going to guess that Scott Lynn is approaching this as a business trip. You've got four matches coming up in California. Right. We've got uh, Fres- or, sorry, Azusa Pacific on Tuesday. Wednesday is Hawaii Hilo. Thursday is Fresno Pacific. And Friday is Biola. And they'll all be solid teams from the Pac West, I believe. And uh, so very appreciative of Mark Morin at Azusa Pacific of scheduling those matches and letting us play on their courts for several of those matches. Yeah, those and, first three matches are all at Azusa, right? Right, right. and so and it's, that makes it a nice trip where we don't have to travel a whole lot once we get there. And it's a nice trip, and it's, you know, for years when I first got here, we did all these trips, and I think they're, they're critical to teams coming together, but also understanding what's out there nationally. Uh, so I think those two things, and then and then beating those teams and knowing that you are not only a good regional team, but you're a good national team. For a couple of reasons, I'm making an assumption that these are going to be really high-quality opponents that you're facing. Uh, the main reason I'm assuming that is because Scott Lynn put them on the schedule, and I'm assuming that you're going to schedule some tough matches here for your team. Well, I think the Pac West has good teams, so I think that was that – was, uh, you know, I, I allowed Mark to get set the matches. I said that I wanted to play, obviously, NCAA Division II teams, and we wanted to play Azusa Pacific, and Azusa Pacific's men and women are both top 15, so on Tuesday it'll be a good match for both of us uh, to play. Um, and then the next three matches will be uh, solid matches against teams from another region, and uh, so I'm looking forward to playing those matches as well. And, uh, and then, you know, hopefully the following year we're able to, to head out to Florida and, 
and play some of the teams from the Sunshine State Conference. Uh, you mentioned something that I, I hear other coaches talk about. A, a basketball team will go on a long road trip or even uh, – I've even talked to Bill Maskell about it when Midwestern State goes on the road and, and makes a longer road trip, that this is really a chance for the team to bond. And I hear you saying the same thing is true here with this trip to California for your two tennis teams. Yeah, I think you learn a lot about your teammates. You learn a lot about the how players prepare – um, you learn a lot about, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm always, I always enjoy not as much the driving portion of the trip, but the opportunity for teams to grow on, on road trips. And I feel like that was something that when I coached in Florida, we played 85% of our matches at home. So we didn't travel a whole lot. And here in the state of Texas or in Oklahoma before it was, uh, you you travel quite a bit, and I think you learn a lot, and I think your teams have a, a great opportunity to learn and grow during those situations. Obviously, a lot of it has to do with do they take care of their academics so they're not worried about their academics, how well do they balance their life. Those things play a factor in the growth throughout a year, but also traveling together. It's kind of like you know families taking a, you know, a summer trip right. together. I mean, it's the same same type of thing. Is you, you get out there, and you're out there by yourselves, and you have to depend on each other. And you have to you have to stick together if you want to be successful. Well, I know that sometimes matches can run together, but when you make a trip like that, you're making memories for a lifetime too. They're, they're going to remember this trip for the rest of their life. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. What are you hoping to get out of this trip to California? Uh, well, I mean, just the the ability to for us to know that we can beat teams from all over the United States. You know, and, and, and compete well against everybody across the United States and uh, put ourselves so that, it, you know, that as we go farther and farther into our season, that we know that when we get hopefully to nationals at the end, that we are prepared to play anybody. And that's that's kind of that's the that's the plan. And uh, it's great to play matches because I think maybe as I've stated before, you get so much out of practice. There's only so much you get out of practice, but you get a lot more out of matches. And so the fact that we're playing four matches over spring break, spring break is fantastic. Are you expecting the courts to play pretty much the way they would play here? Uh, it's pretty similar. It's not completely similar, but it's it's similar. It's similar. Maybe it's a little... Maybe a little slower here, but I don't know about that. Our courts, our courts play medium speed, so I think it's it's going to be very similar. Is that I've your preference, a medium speed? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, when we get to Florida, it's going to be slow because the humidity and and sea level and so forth right. and so on. So the you know everything's going to slow down. Rallies are going to be longer, and you've got to be prepared physically for that. You've got to be prepared mentally for that. So. You know, as we started the season, we went to Nebraska. We played indoors, which was great because it was a little bit faster, even though those courts played slow. Indoors usually is faster. You come back here, and the weather's so all over the place <laughs> that the balls are kind of skidding through the court because the courts are cold, and, and so it's a little bit faster than normal. And then it kind of, as the temperature goes up, the balls will start to slow down a little bit. And then as we get to Florida, the balls will really slow down. So there's a general... There's a progression as we go through a season where it's kind of fast, and then as we get through, we get deeper, deeper, deeper into the season. Everything kind of slows down, and the rallies get longer, and the and just your fitness has to be good, and your mindset has to be good, and you have to be strong. And you know the players that have done a great job of preparing themselves, they play really well in April and May. The ones that have not done as well, 
They do not play as well in April and May. So I'm assuming you'll have pretty much ideal weather in California. I hope so. I haven't even looked at it yet. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the weather we get here in Texas is so all over the place that actually when you don't have a week of matches, which we don't have right now, it's, you don't really – you kind of stop looking at the weather for a while because <laughs> it's all over the place, which is fine. I mean, it's it definitely makes you tougher um, to be able to adjust to an 80-degree day and then a 40-degree day and then winds – no wind and then winds going, you know, 30 mile an hour. I mean, you're having to learn how to adjust. And, and not only if you have the right mindset, it only makes you better. It makes your feet better. It makes your ball striking better. It makes your, uh, you know, just your understanding margins. It makes those better as well. So, you know, conditions can help you a lot as a, as a player if you are prepared and you, you accept them. So. What do you do between now and your departure for California in terms of preparation? Well, this week, and I think we talked about a couple of weeks ago, this is this kind of becomes more of a development week. Uh, they had off, you know, both teams had off two days in a row. Women had off Saturday and Sunday. Men had off Sunday and Monday. And that hadn't happened for a while with them. And so from my perspective, they got an opportunity to rest. And now it's about let's, let's, let's develop, let's get better in the areas that we weren't strong at this past weekend, and let's get ready to – to play matches uh, all next week. Do you feel a sense of excitement about the team about making this trip? Yeah, I think they all. I think both teams believe they they can be very very successful this year, and and that's you know uh, great job by the ladies. No matter what our lineup has been, they've been extremely tough in singles, and we've played very well at doubles for them for the majority of the season so far. And then on the men's side, we've got really good leadership, and we got young guys in the program that that uh, love the sport and um, put the extra work in. I mean, they were even though it was a day off, we had several guys out there hitting yesterday. So, yeah, I think they're excited about it. I'm excited about it. I think these both these teams can, you know, kind of your 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 number is is a 20 win season. If you can get to a 20 win season, then you're going to probably reach the majority of your goals, and we're on pace to get to 20 wins. And so that's. You know that's that's the um, that's the plan is to get to twenty, and so that opens up conference opportunities, regional opportunities, and national opportunities. And your women are on a roll; they've won six straight duels now. Yeah. So, what what's been the strength? What's led to this success? I think good leadership, really good ladies. We've got a really good group of ladies that that respect MSU. They respect our athletic program. They respect the tennis program. They respect their teammates. They uh, respect the opportunity they've been provided. Um, their focus continues to get better, match in, match out. When we put, when we have to kind of make adjustments in our lineup, players that have come into our lineup have been very focused and very prepared to do well. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's been, it's been neat to see th- this strong a group of ladies that regardless of what our doubles lineup is or our singles lineup is, uh, they believe they should win on match day. So. Well, good luck going out to California. Thank you. Enjoy the trip, and uh, hopefully you have a great deal of success there. And uh, we'll talk to you again in two weeks okay. for a, another podcast with Scott Lynn. Uh, thanks to everybody who's listening to these podcasts, and be sure to tell your friends. I'm Pete Stein. So long.